Hi, my name is Jason Adriani, and welcome to the Blade in Chats, your skating chat based. In this podcast, we are talking with bladers and bladies from all over the world, united by a single passion, blading. Episode 62, Julian Ba. Yo! Yo! What's up, brother? Chilling, man. How are you? Fine, fine. Thank you so much for being here, man. Absolutely, man. Thanks for having me. Good to see you. Good to see you. How's life? Everything's good, man. Man, other than obvious, but other than that, everything is is good. Are you guys yeah. able to go out and then like uh, do like sports or something like that in Atlanta? Yeah, um, a lot of people are getting out and doing. I'm, I'm seeing a lot of skating, which has been great. Uh, a lot of blading, uh, biking, and just running around. Uh, there's like a big <clears throat> belt line around, across like a big ass um, just sidewalk basically that goes around the city. So like out there and all the parks that are off of it it's been like yeah a lot of people out so but also like distancing like they've been like small groups of people like mm -hmm. that's been good awesome awesome glad to hear that and what about like um skating wise are the skate parks open or there are sand as well in atlanta on the skate parks <laughs> yeah the sand isn't as accessible. <laughs> so um no they've just been closing um like closing the gates and like kicking people out if they've been hopping up. but uh i think more recently they've been back opened up but honestly i haven't been able to skate really that much since uh powwow oh. hurt my i haven't been like skating that much other than um uh just fitness skating basically it's just like getting the knee back to good health but that's been really good i actually just skated for the first time on like the aggressive skates at the park um so yeah the park i went to was open um And I think most of them are probably open at this point. So there's also a shout out right now from you from Marco Grandot, a good friend of mine. He said, Bah, you're the Sasslight hero. <laughs> hey, much love. Appreciate that. Yes. Man, I was talking right now before starting this with Abdil and like what is going on right now in the United States? I mean, like I see all of those people like rioting into the streets because of that thing happening in Minnesota. I mean, it's quite wild, isn't it? Yeah, it's crazy. Um, It's just unfortunate. It happens so frequently. It's just crazy. Like, I don't even, like, I, I just can't wrap my head around it. Like, I tried not to, like, look at the news so much, and, and but it's just so in your face. It's everywhere. So it's just, like, it's just super sad. And just, like, but, yeah, I try to just, like, not focus. Honestly, that's happening, always happening. So, like, the more I just try to, like, you know, stay positive for myself and just, you know, just try not to focus on it. I feel like, you know, that's a, a better lifestyle for people to try, try to not be so negative because that, that's what comes off of it. It's like just a bunch more negativity. So like, you know. Yeah, true. I mean, like here in Italy, we also, we of course to have like cases of racism and all that bullshit. But like something like like that, it's like I don't know. It really um, shocked me, you know. Like because in the last, how many times happened in the last three years? Like at least twenty, even more, probably. Right? It's 
it's countless. It's so it's so often. It's crazy. It happens like every day. Yeah, true, true. And like, yeah. and um, so much doesn't get broadcasted. You know, like, you know, so they only pick pick and choose what they want. Like you know, put out there, but it really happens way more than you actually see. So, Yeah, true, because the news are taking maybe the, the one that they believe that could be like, you know, they could like high up the, the rate of the people watching the news, but like probably in, in the small states or like in, in the small cities, it could be, it could happen like in, sm in small places like that and like nobody really care about it, right? Yeah. Damn. Yes. Like, it's crazy. And how's like me as an Italian? Like I like have been like in New York, in, in California, but I always wanted to to come in Georgia because it looks like a, a pretty cool place for some reason. Maybe because of the Olympics in '96 or something like that. But it always it always like looked like attractive to me. How does it feel like growing up in Atlanta? Oh, that's been great. I love Atlanta, um, and everyone that comes and visits, they always say the same. So it's like. It's yeah, it's home to me. But honestly, I feel like I would pick this if it wasn't my home. Like, so um, you kind of get everything in skating. You get like a lot of big rails, down rails. Like, there's lots of ledges. There's a lot of architecture and a lot of hills, a lot of nature. Like, so it's like uh, it's a good vibe, you know. It's like a and the community was really good growing up too. So it was like really strong and healthy. Like. It was, yeah, it was really great growing up in Atlanta, for sure, for skating at least, definitely. Well, everything else, too, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, skating-wise, you guys have, like, such a super solid history, like, from Tom Heiser, uh, Andy Cruz, Kevin Dowling, um, Kurt Newman, you, David Sizemore, you know I mean, like, yeah. it must be, it must, like, growing up skating in that scenario has been, like, super inspiring, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. It's been like everything. Yeah. For like the first skate park, like my local skate park that I went to the most had skate pile in it, which like Tom Heiser, Andy Cruz yeah. were like, you know, running and yeah, just seeing them at the park. I'm like, wait, is that oh my God. <laughs> like, hold on, like putting it all together. Cause like, um, yeah, I didn't know much about it before that. So like, that was pretty much the me starting to realize like about the scene and like you know everything that was going on in Atlanta for skating so like yeah I just skated way more and like yeah Tom put me on like skate pile so like that got me like other sponsors and everything so yeah big shout out to Tom and skate pile Andy frankly this guy Aaron Heiser you know everybody up there um yeah Yeah, I do remember like in Vuji 16 uh, when they when they shot the the um, skate park commercial, like they have like this rampage skate park behind the store. Um, it could have been like, pretty cool, like skating down there, right? For sure. Yeah, yeah that, that was the vibes in the, yeah, back in the day. Like <laughs> a really good communal spot to just go. Like they had a couch and like a TV. You could just like pick the videos, like the new videos that came in. You could just watch everything and just kind of hang out. It was like, we don't really have that space, you know? So like it was really good looking back on like it was, it was yeah. good for you know what I mean having a spot like that so and how did you start skating or like that you know how, how did you start skating um I started just through a friend of mine um 
Yeah, my buddy Chris Groves. Shout out Chris Groves. <laughs> His older brother was like skating, and um, yeah, we just picked it up from there. Um, I was going to the sk- uh, skating rink a lot actually, and um, you know, just for fun, it was like the cool thing to do on the weekends. And then um, yeah, some him and like, well, some other dudes were like had aggressive skates. They had like some, uh, I think it was like Fifth Elements or something. And, um, yeah, so they were, like, grinding on, like, this little, like, uh, bench. And they are like, jumping up to the top, which was, like, you know, chest high or higher for me, <laughs> a little, you know. And I was just, like, looking at it, like, what is this? And I, like, asked the dude, and he, like, started explaining, like, this is a grind plate. You know, this is, like, a sole plate. This is where you lock on. And, like, and I'm just, like, he's, like, you can't do it in those skates. I had, like, some, <laughs> you know, Blade Runners or whatever. And, um but he told me, you know, how to, you know, take the wheels out and I get some space. So I skated those for a bit until, yeah. uh, you know, my birthday came around. I got some uh, fatty pros. And, um, yeah, it was a wrap since then. I was hooked. Yeah. Awesome. I remember awesome. you sleeping in my skates back in the day. Like, when I first oh, really? Skated. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. That's, I, that's I was skate, like, uh, before the bus came, like, in the front. Like, yeah, like, real, real. <laughs> Like as the bus come, I'll take them off. Put them back. I used, to, I used to bring them to school and shit. Like yeah. best times, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> and like, were you there? Like before doing this, I was watching the IMITA in Atlanta, which it was like massive. Like there were yeah. like thousands of people. Like were you there? Yeah. Man, how was it? I was like watching those guys like kill, ripping those uh, uh, two set rail, which are like pretty pretty gnarly. It was crazy because. Like, you know, being from Atlanta, I'd um, seen the spot before, but I had never really even thought to skate it like that because everything there was just kind of, like, sketchy. And, like, <laughs> you know, I was, like, a little grom. And, like, these guys were, like, skating it, like, just doing the craziest tricks I've ever seen in real life. And I'm just, like, <laughs> like how are they doing it on these spots? You know, so it was, like, really, like, yeah, it was an inspiring time for sure, like, seeing these guys like yeah do this you know crazy stuff like the ledge had these like uh like line like big thick concrete lines that went down it on the inside of it so like that was kind of sketchy and then the down rails were like steep and they were like you know set it was like double set you know you land it was a good space in between them at least but like they were both kind of steep and like it's just not the best like (laughs) uh yeah situation there and the people were doing yeah some crazy stuff hey but you also were like that like i I went to a few like um i went to new york imyta and that was another one where i was like man this is man those vibes imyta with so many people and just like oh man that was crazy i went to that that one atlanta new york and la oh the only ones i went to i think like the second la one yeah, the, the last one, right? The one in the, yeah. in the campus. Yeah, uh-huh. And, hey, don't get me wrong. You also kill shit on that on those uh, two rails. Like, I remember, which video was it? Uh, Barley Dead or some be unique videos that you did, like, uh, 270 Top Soul, Aliot Mistral, down that. So, I mean. Yeah, man. You also went down pretty pretty <laughs> heavy on those one, huh? <laughs> I had to go for it after seeing that, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> man that, that's amazing so like you said that your very first sponsor was um was a skate pie right yeah yeah and right after that you you went out on a rollerblade or physics which one came first um rollerblade was first um i think there was probably 
I don't know if it was, it was I think it was probably rollerblade first and then like denial and like other like clothing sponsors and stuff and I think I had a a few other small small time clothing sponsors before that I don't even remember the names um and then a, like denial came around like what are sponsor me I was like oh it's a real one you know like <laughs> so I went with them and then from that it was be unique it was like the next like little Damn. it was the same thing I like told and uh um you know, ask them about it, and they're like, oh, yeah, it's, you know, good movie. I mean, like, like at, at, at some point, like, Be Unique was, like, probably the 1992 dream team. Like, there was you, yeah. Brian Aragon, Billy O'Neill, uh, yeah. Jeff Howard, man, the, the Kelso brothers. Yeah, and, and that was, like, some of the funnest times in skating, for sure, going to New York. Like, all the time, I was up there a lot, like, skating with those guys and, um, you know, just shooting the shit and... um yeah, just it was it was crazy that skate park, you know, they had a great company that like, you know, expanded to this thing that like grew like beyond skating, which is like you know, really cool to like kind of be a part of. So it was it was really good times and yeah. Miss those guys, you know what I mean? Damn, it's how did you like because when I was doing this thing with the with Austin Pass, he told me like for some reason the the Brown brothers like uh, uh disappear like I thought for like they just like run out of like I wouldn't say run out of business, but like they've done their thing and then like they they, they stopped doing it. Was it true that like they from one day to another disappear or like yeah. how did it happen with Be Unique? Opposite as far as like business went, it got to a level to where they like they sold it. It like they I remember like the last time I kind of hang out hung out with them like Be Unique days. We they had like huge office like they would I, I remember like them I went from them having an office like at their parents house like in in Brooklyn I mean in um in Manhattan and yeah they had all the boxes in the crib and like it was a pretty small place so like it was just all packed out with unique that's all they were doing like going from there to this office like like in Times Square was like you know crazy like it was a huge building like <laughs> you know what I mean it was like and so they at that point had I remember going to the office and they had just racks of like clothes, like sample clothes that like hadn't came out. They were like, Oh yeah, this is just, you know, stuff we're working on. It's literally like an entire clothing rack of just all this cool stuff. They're like, Yeah, you can pick whatever. Um, ended up grabbing a whole bunch of sample stuff. Um and that was the last last time Be Unique was really a thing. Like and, and it was weird because like it went from that, so everyone kind of thought that it was like you know, it was, you know, everyone was on, but like the reality of it was like, they really they had such a huge team that they really couldn't do like what they wanted to with that many people. Like, and that's what they realized, but they didn't really like communicate with anyone else. You know, it was okay. the reason why a lot of people were kind of just like upset about it. But like, I kind of understood it. I understood it back then. So like, cause I was like really like right there, like as it was happening. So I could like see it for what it was worth and like, you know, just be happy for them. There was a, there was a lot of people that were like pissed off at them, but like, you know, I, I try to just, you know, like I said earlier, just be positive and just try to like, you know, focus on what's more true. important. So true, like, true. yeah, I, that's kind of how it happened. They just like, I think they sold be unique to like another brand, but like, I think the other brand just ended up, maybe just squashing it or whatever, but 
they took what they learned from skating and like the framework of everything, like how it works, like how to make videos and promote it. And like, and you know, build the brand with uh be unique and everything. So like they took that to music. So like now mm-hmm. they're, they're doing music and like killing it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I've seen it. Like they're making like a big ass production video yeah. music, right? Like, literally like, Chris is like my favorite director at this point. Like he's like, his videos are just, they've been my favorite since, you know, the first be unique videos, you know, like, so like to see him, you know, where he's at now is just like amazing. It's really, really cool to see. True. Like all of those videos, the be unique videos were like something else. Like, uh, I, I recently I saw, um, I was really like it. Yeah. So like no differences, which is like probably the only one that I haven't seen it. And it was crazy. I mean, crazy. Like the vibe was different, but like the storytelling behind it was pretty cool. And, and I mean, yeah, all of them, like 1131, like Checkmate or like Fish Are Rolling, all of them are pretty, pretty amazing. man. <laughs> yeah. Hey, there's this guy from Italy, Luca Tuzzolino. He says, like, um, after, after I've watched Black Market, the uh, Julian Bass action, I started skating. <laughs> hey, much love, man. <laughs> Keep it up. Keep it up. And, like, talking about your, your sections, like, you have shot, like, how many sections have you shot? Like, 14, 15, uh, probably? Yeah, yeah, something like that. I think, yeah. Um, that's, like, actual video sections, like, on DVDs. So, like... Yeah, probably like right in there. But then when you like count up like online edits and stuff like that too, like gets up there. But um, yeah, yeah, right in there, probably around 20, I would and, say. And which one was like the, um, the your favorite one? Like to um, pick wise or like? One is honestly, um, there's a few, um, but one of my favorites is definitely um, the ground control video. Um, it was put together really good. Um, I really like the tricks in there. So that's one, like, when when people, like, are, like, inquiring about, you know, my skating, I'm like, check this out. Like, uh, oh, shit, this is cool. So, <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. But uh, Black Market um, as well is, is one of those ones that is just, like, probably, like, an all-time type favorite, you know? Man, uh, that video is amazing. You, uh, Brian, uh, Brent Hicks, Will Gordon, man. Yeah, man, that was a that was a really great time filming that video. It was it was crazy. Yeah, <laughs> pretty cool, pretty cool. And that's like kind of attached to it too. So it's like there's videos that came out good that that you really like, and the videos that were like the experience was like really great. So it's like yeah, I would say black market definitely the experience and and, and the product it came out really well too. So that's definitely one that's like one of my favorites for sure. True. And like going from like skating like uh uh for skate videos and all that to Hollywood, how was like the how was the feeling to be on set on like a Hollywood production within like stunts performers and uh Yeah, it was it was dope. Honestly, like I'm trying to do way more of that. I'm trying to get into it way more. Um it's yeah, it's really easy to kind of get used to it. It's like <laughs> just being on set is just really cool um like just feeling everyone's like in the best mood like it's a really weird work environment when like everyone is 
it happy like and not, it's not in a fake way either like everyone is like taken care of like there's like and you it's weird how you can kind of see the hierarchy like you know when they have a, a really like a, a actor that's like you know really good that everyone knows that like they get treated a little better than all the other ones but like that kind of tears down in like everything but like even at the bottom of the tier like it, like even those people are getting treated like super well and like they have their own things like for for example like um like the extras will have their own space that, that they stay in but they also have their own like food and stuff that's like it says it's just for them so like they also get the experience of being like oh this is like our shit like you know so everyone's like really happy and taken care of and it's it's a really good environment to like work in for sure so i'm definitely trying to yeah do more of that Yeah, I bet, I bet. He wrote, he said, like, heard it, um, forever section was fire, so. <laughs> Thank you so much. Oh, uh, yeah, thank you. And, um, and Dave Lang told me that, like, um, uh, during, the shot, during the shot of, the, of that movie, like, sometimes when, I don't know, maybe the, the DOP or, like, some operator, like, couldn't take the shot on a proper way, you guys have, like, some extra money to make the stunt. Is it true? Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, yeah, or if you fall, or like, yeah, they give you a push, like on like, I forget exactly what they call it. Um, but yeah, like a, a, a stunt adjustment, I think they were calling it. Uh, if you like do an extra stunt that they weren't like expecting you to do, or if you end up falling, like for something, I, I ended up uh, like they had me rigged up in the, in the, you know, the wire work so like i hit this ramp and they're pulling me up like 40 feet in the air Damn. and i came down and i came down it was like a basically a pyramid but it was like an actual stairs that came up and like a ramp was set up on the other side and then there was uh just wood going down the steps because it was made to look all like you know put together um so i went up the quarter pipe and then landed but like landed a little too far. So I actually fell down the stairs like on my back, but they were like still holding me. But like, so I skimmed down the, but I've fallen without the wires. You know? <laughs> There's like that before. Like, so everyone on, on set was like, Oh shit. You know, are you <laughs> like, yeah, run it. Like, and I remember them being like, Oh man, like we picked the right set of <laughs> motherfuckers. Like, this is like really what we needed. Cause They were trying to, like, teach stunt guys how to skate, and they ended up, like, breaking ankles and, like, all that <laughs> shit, like, at the casting call. So, like, yeah, that's when they, they figured out, you know, what we'll do is look up, you know, the best skaters in the world. So, literally just typing in, looking up, and, and just picking their favorite skaters, and, like, it was really smart on their part, you know? It's like, True. And, it, yeah, it was a really cool experience, like, being able to, you know, be part of... You know, it was like right, we got right into doing stunt work, which is not really something that really happens too often. I've, I heard the stunt world is pretty hard to get into. So like to be, yeah, to just be in there on like a specialty stunt level was just really, really cool. Yeah, and I heard it, they're going to make like a, a sequel of that movie. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to get back on set for sure. Yeah, that would be great. Yeah, like Michael Brown's a stuntman, right? Yeah, yeah. Man. Yeah, he went to stunt school and, and has done everything. He's done, like, driving and, like, fire, set set on fire, and, like, literally oh all goodness. stunts you see in movies, like, falling, everything. 
crazy. And to, going back to the, uh, to the skate scene in Atlanta, you are like making one of those events that like gather the people together, the J barbecue, right? Yeah, man. Yeah. Um, later, like, later day weekend. When, like, and how did you create this event? Um, honestly, it came up just from the name. Um, I came up, I was like, um, it was just something that, that kind of popped in my head type thing. And like, I, I was, I was like Jay barbecue. That's kind of a funny, like, you know, name, you know, like, and it literally was, I didn't even think to actually do it as an event. And then like, it kind of like started like, you know, building like more momentum in my head. And I was like, when would I do it? If I did do an event, I was like thinking of a good time where it's like not a big competition like happening then. So like maybe a lot of people could potentially come um, you know, and then I thought, huh, maybe, maybe like, I don't want it to be too hot. It's in Atlanta, you know, like trying to figure everything out. Maybe it's in the fall and I'm like, huh, maybe Labor Day. And I'm like, Labor Day, wait, Blader Day, like that just works, you know? So I'm like, <laughs> so like when, when I had the full name of it, I was like, I have to do this. This is too good to not do something with. So like, yeah, I just started doing it. Like there's a like local skate park, um, and yeah, it was just like right down the street from where I was living and, it, you know, just set everything, pulled up and just set everything up there and like started doing it one year and like, yeah, I've been doing it. Um, this will be my fifth year, Damn. I think. Yeah. Pretty cool, pretty cool. And those things are really important in my opinion for the scene because they gather people together, they motivate yeah. other people to make their own event and all that. So thumbs yeah. up for... Like, cause I really love events, you know, like it's one of my favorite things about skating is like the community. So like, yeah, I just want to bring the community together and like without the like stress of having to actually skate a competition, you know, like, you know, I feel like for me personally, like I've never been a big competition skater. So like, this is like a perfect, you know, like segue, like be able to like be at an event and like, you know, not feel pressure to like, you know, true, true. Or you do anything, you just hang out, <laughs> eat some good food. So, like, yeah, that's the vibes I'm trying to, I'm trying to fulfill. You know, true. And like talking with the, talking about adapt, which is like in my opinion, like you have been like killing the game since forever. So, in my opinion, you should have like uh, receive a pro skate at the roll bit days. In my opinion, but like watching right now adapt like giving you what you deserve it's pretty cool like how did you end up skating with them for them um when i first saw the skate it was a bitter cold um they had it like in a dope presentation it was like in this wooden box and you know just leather skate just looked really cool and i was just like really intrigued um i got the skate when i saw it and then i went um, I was at Bitter Cold and a buddy of mine, uh, uh, Brad, Brad Anthony was, he was doing their, all their promo for the United States. So he had a set and he was like, oh yeah, I could definitely talk to them and like get you on. I'm like, oh shit. Yeah, cool. So, um, yeah, he talked to them and they ended up being like, oh, I don't know if it's the right fit. And I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> so, <laughs> but I, I remember like hitting them up and just pretty much trying to explain, you know, like, um, you know, my point of view and like, cause, cause they, they just like saw me as kind of a bad boy type. Like, you know, I, I got kicked off of these sponsors and like, you know, they don't want to go through the same thing. And, 
but they didn't know anything about me really. They just knew my like internet persona and like that I got kicked off of all these like companies. Like, so, um, so yeah, I just kind of like, just tried to like explain to them, like, you know, where I was coming from. Um, and, you know, told them, I think it would be a good fit and told them why. And, um, yeah, they ended up being like, you know what? Okay. Yeah. We'll send you, we'll send you some skates. And then, yeah, ever, ever since then it was, it'd been like really good. Actually, it was really cool. Like, um, kind of being vulnerable and, and like having to like explain my way. Like it, it was a really weird point of in my life too. Cause like I, I had been kicked off these sponsors and I was like, am I going to skate? Like, and that was one thing I went through too. Like, is any sponsor going to want me? Like, so like thinking like that I had it in with my friend, like, Oh yeah, I got you. And then realizing that, Oh no, he can't really help me out at this point. Like, was like really like oh shit i gotta step back and like really like reevaluate you know everything like what's going on like am i gonna do this you know you know so it was it was really cool of them to um you know be willing to you know put me on and like it's it's been a really great relationship ever since you know we've been we stay really close contact and i think that's the the one thing that keeps people together like especially when we're so far away like we have to communicate a lot through email um, FaceTime and stuff so it's good to you know have someone like you know that like I'm really on board with I really love everything they're doing and uh, it seems like they appreciate what I'm doing for them too so it's like a really good really good yeah, exactly you guys like really click together I mean like uh, they as you were saying like have like these really cool images like from, from the logos to the design from the skates and everything and like uh, having just like I was saying, like giving you what, in my opinion, um, you should have deserved it like long time ago. It's pretty cool. I do really, I do really like it, man. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. No, no, like real talk. And like um, talking about brands, like tell mm -hmm. us something uh, about the Win brand, which is like your your own real company, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. There man. you go. There you go. <laughs> um. So yeah. Um. Yeah, the Win brand is something I started out. Um, just pretty recently, it's still at the baby phases, I would say. I feel like it kind of got a, like, a false start a little bit. <laughs> um, I, I was kind of, like, pressured into, like, launching it kind of, like, quickly because I kind of had everything together, but, like, not quite everything. So, like, now I'm running into, like, you know, a slow, like, learning curve. Um, but, yeah, everything – it's been really good. It's been, like, everyone's really – uh perceived it really well um they really like the team i really love the team as well um and that was one of the biggest things like when i when i found out that i could get uh who i wanted it was that's when i really uh thought it could be something great you know so um especially with corona right now everything is a little slow um to be honest but like we're trying to really do a lot um this summer um and you know do some new products everything's kind of sold out right now as far as um soft goods awesome But doing a new run uh like soon probably next couple weeks hopefully you know fingers crossed everything works out it's been kind of hard getting everything together with this shit going on but um yeah really appreciate everyone that's been supporting and been uh buying the wheels and the merch 
So, um, yeah, thank you. Thank you, everyone. And, uh, yeah. There was, there was a comment that right now I cannot find, but, like, somebody uh, typed earlier um, something about, like, the, the, the clothing, like, um, line. He, I can't remember. I can't find it. But, like, he will say something pretty cool about the, the wind brand. Uh, uh, and he was, like, he said something about, like, hey, when, uh, when are we going to see a new collection? Because the logos are dope. Like, it was something like that. So, yeah. Yeah, sir. The, yeah, the new stuff's going to come out real soon. So, it's awesome. going to be new. Uh, just t-shirts and stuff and uh tanks for the summertime and then fall comes around we're gonna have some uh really cool fall stuff so i'm actually really excited for the fall stuff so damn that is gonna be cool <laughs> and the team is pretty cool i mean you yeah. you togato and and bobby yeah like, man what's and better that, than that one other rider um that i actually wanted from the beginning and it's all coming together um so yeah we're gonna have a I have my surprise rider that I'm going to announce um, relatively soon. Um, so, yeah, stay tuned for that, too. Damn. It's a big announcement right here, huh? It's going to be big, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Damn, awesome. And, like, um, talking about, like, a, a, a new collection, new team rider and all that, like, besides that, like, do you have any other future project on their way? Um, I mean, I'm really focused on this. Um as of now so not much i mean i'm i'm also working on the designer line the Vaughn line mm-hmm. so that's kind of um you know still being you know something i, I really want to work on so i i, I kind of have some plans for like pop-ups for that and little events um but yeah it's just the stuff that i'm already been involved in that i just try to really really hunker down and focus on like it's a good time, you know, not being able to work and, um, you know, fully focusing all my energy in this. So it's been good. Great. Great. Then, uh, I'm looking forward to see this new, this new blader, like the new collection and, uh, hopefully maybe like a new profile. No. (laughs) Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Working on something soon though, honestly. Um, the knee's getting better, like I said. Um, yeah, it was supposed to be, the chiropractor said 12 months is like a usual time span, but, you know, he knows me. He's worked with me for years, so he knows, you know, my my recovery time is a little quicker. Like, so he said it wouldn't quite take me too long, that long. But so I, I just started, like, actually skating again. It actually felt, like, kind of strong. So, you know, it's, I'm still not going to be going crazy, like, because – you know, just because he told me that, I realized that it is, you know, serious. If I tweak it again while skating, it could, you know, I could fuck it up for a good year, like, and it really will be a year, you know, so Man. I'm just trying to keep it easy and, you know, stay exercising it and, yeah, hopefully, hopefully, yeah, I'll be working on something real soon. Great, great. So, Jay, I think... uh that's pretty much it, man. Thank you so much for your time, for for telling us all of those uh, things about your career, like your new, like future project and like and future things. So, man, we are super hyped to see the new rider, the new collection, and uh, what is going on right now with Adapt or like with this new video, man. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, thank so, you so much, man. I appreciate it. Thank you so much, brother. Looking forward to see you uh, hopefully soon, maybe at the Blading Cup or at the Winter Clash next year, right? Absolutely. Yeah, if they're having them, I'll be there. So, yes, sir. Great, great. So, later, and thank you so much, boss. Absolutely, man. Thank you. I'll see you later. See you. Later. 
Thanks for listening to Blading Chats.